Ever find yourself simply tired of having to make all the decisions all the time? Decision fatigue is real and can cause you to feel exhausted and absolutely stressed. Today, I'm talking about what decision fatigue is and how you can overcome it. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Need some encouragement and practical tips? Well, Simple by Mai left me a review that I wanted to share with you today. In her five-star review, she says, If you are considering transitioning out of corporate or are planning any major career change so that you can pursue something that you are passionate about, this podcast is for you. Susie is full of encouragement and practical tips. She helps you shift your mindset to recognize that your current employer can help you invest in your future and then gives you a step-by-step action plan so you can leave with confidence. I am grateful for her wisdom. Sincerely, Emily. So thank you so much, Emily, for your review. And with that said, if you are looking for some additional encouragement and practical tips, have you signed up for my Warrior Words newsletter? It's my weekly newsletter that I send out on, what did you think it was? Warrior Wednesday, right? And this is when I send you some midweek words of inspiration and let you know anything new that's going on on the show or anything else that's going on. So if you haven't signed up yet, Go down to the link in today's show notes and sign up. Just pop in your name and email and you'll get on my weekly newsletter so that you get some practical tips and encouragement in your inbox. So are we ready to dive in and talk about decision fatigue? Because we all know we love some decision fatigue, don't we? Well, real quick, I wanted to share with you that what the definition is of decision fatigue. According to the American Medical Association, It's the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of a day becomes worse. Can you relate to that? The more decisions you have to make, the more fatigue you develop, and the more difficult it can become. I know that I've been there. I've felt exactly like that, where I feel tired of having to make another decision. I don't even want to think about anything that requires my brain power because I'm exhausted. So I'm going to share with you four things that we can do to help us reduce our struggle with so many decisions. Are you ready? Number one, what can we do to streamline and minimize our decisions? Think about that. What can you do to streamline or minimize your decisions? I don't know if you know this, but I know in many of the stories and things that I've heard, apparently Steve Jobs was a very minimalistic person. And one of the examples that I've heard countless times 
is he had a very basic wardrobe. So he literally had one style of shirt and five or six or seven, however many, you know, that he had one style of shirt and one style of pants. And it was one quantity or a quantity of one of each. And he basically, that was his uniform because it didn't require, oh, does this piece go with this? If you're like me, you know, you're trying to match colors and you're trying to, oh, how will this look cute? Which sometimes that's not a bad thing. You know, I want to color coordinate for sure. But that process every single day on the daily, it gets exhausting and it stacks up against all the other decisions that you're making on a you know, frequent basis. So how can you minimize the decisions that you make? Well, one of them, like in Steve Jobs' case, was wardrobe because he wanted to have his focus be on the main thing, which was Apple, right? And computers and the phones and all the things that came after that. So his mission was not how am I going to impress people or how am I going to, you know, anything else. It was solely focused on his mission. He wanted all his brain power, all his energy to go towards that goal. So what things can you minimize that will reduce your number of decisions? As a mom, one of the things I would have loved is for my daughter to have uniforms because that took that stressor out and then you just needed weekend clothes. But, you know, it looks different for all of us, but what areas can you look at that you can maybe reduce a little bit? You know, just like they say, decluttering is one of the great ways to um, reduce decision fatigue is because then you don't have to go searching, wasting time, and then making decisions on you know, all the things in front of you that are cluttering your space. So that's another way that I've heard of minimalism being utilized. So I'm not saying that we all have to turn into minimalist. If you choose to, fantastic. If not, that's okay too. By no stretch of the imagination, am I a minimalist? However, I do recognize in certain areas of my life or areas of my home um, where I can cut back on things or I can make it much more easier. Like, for example, when I go uh, grocery shopping and meal prepping, I have an index uh, or a set of index cards where I have all the different meals that my family loves. And then for that week when I'm getting ready to plan, I pull out the ones that they say that they want for that week and what I'm craving for that week. And then all my ingredients are there. I use that to list out my ingredients on my grocery list, prop, you know, plop everything down, put it away and I'm done. And meal planning is done for the week. Then my grocery list is ready. Once I go to the store and prep everything, I'm done. And it's less decisions like every single day when my husband gets home for the day and my daughter gets home, it's not like, well, what's for dinner? Because how exhausting does that get? Who else struggles with the dinner question? <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one. So it's just things like that, preparations and guidelines that can be helpful to us. So that's one of the things that I try to do, keeping a to-do list as well, so that way I know how to make the most effective or use my time the most effectively when I'm running around doing things. So think of the ways that you can keep things basic and simple. Essentially, you're giving your mind a little bit of a break and it doesn't have to work so hard. And then that energy can be used towards the actual big, complicated things that you need to decide on and not the day-to-day -day things that we can sometimes struggle with. Number two, where can we delegate decisions? And I say this. Um, is something that can be utilized not only in our homes, but in our careers and in our businesses, right? In our professions and our businesses. 
look at ways that you can delegate. And like I mentioned earlier, the infamous what's for dinner conundrum is one of the things that we can delegate at home. You know, if you're not in a capacity to make that decision and you just feel exhausted, then you might just turn to junk food or you might turn to the drive, you know, a drive through of fast food, which is not the greatest for us. So by preparing and doing these other things, it helps us in other areas. But then if you're just in one of those days where, hey, guess what? I'm just not prepared or whatsoever, then who else in your home can take over the decision of what's for dinner? And if it's something simple, fantastic. That's great. And if it's just you, then you just have simple things set away so that you're prepared for that. And the other way that I look at this is when it comes on comes in terms to our career and building our businesses is is there anyone else that can take on some responsibility for those areas like in our career if um, you're at your corporate job and you have some tasks that you could potentially delegate to someone else on your team or a co-worker the way I tried to always look at that rather than like oh man I'm pawning off my work on someone else or I'm just lazy or whatever types of things my mind would tell me that just weren't rational. I would always, or I started to finally turn the tables and look at it as, hey, you know what? It's a growth opportunity for that person to learn this skill set and to learn how to do this thing. So I always tried to keep that in mind is how can this also be a benefit to someone else that not only reduces my decision-making Um, needs, but now it gives them an opportunity as well. So sometimes it's a matter of shifting our mindset. Number three, one of the things that we can do on decision fatigue is create routines for ourselves. Okay, I know that can be bland and boring and mundane, but if you have day-to-day routines, you kind of just get into a smooth process and you're not, you know, overwhelmed by, oh my God, I didn't plan for this. Oh my God, I don't have that. You know, you have everything kind of lined up and prepared when you have a routine because it starts to become consistent. So your brain, your body, everything gets in sync and knows what to expect. It's not a shock. It's not detrimental. And it's just an opportunity to lessen the overwhelm on your mind and your body. So consistency is one of those areas that we can definitely implement through, say, a morning and an evening routine know what to expect at the beginning and the end of your day. And then in your job, same thing. You can create a routine when you show up to the office or when you start your day at home, if that's your office, you know what to do and kind of how you're going to start your day because that sets the tone for the rest of your day and hopefully minimizes the amount of decisions that come up. So it's a great way to get that moving forward for you. And then one of the other things too is that when we are consistent and we have these routines in place, guess what happens? We're pretty comfortable and we have expectations of what's going to happen. What that equates to is having less stress and less exhaustion because there's not as much chaos happening and that leans into the decisions, right? So the number four is honestly, if you can't seem to move past this whatsoever, like you are truly getting stuck and frustrated or it's just so overbearing, sometimes we do need to go and get professional help. That can look like working with a therapist, working with a counselor, 
Maybe it's with a coach or a mentor. Essentially what you're looking for here is someone to give you an objective perspective. Someone from the outside looking in that can really help you with recognizing, hey, I know it feels overwhelming. I've got all these decisions. Please tell me, am I going crazy? Please tell me, am I struggling that much or are these normal day-to-day -day things that I just can't get a hold of right now in this season? At the end of the day, it could be super helpful to have someone on the outside give you a completely different perspective and they can provide you with some guidance, some clarity, and at times direction. You know, I was talking with one of my uh, pod members and she was sharing how she just felt really overwhelmed, was feeling defeated, and basically was facing decision fatigue. Like, where do I start? I have 10 things to do and I don't know what angle to take. And all I did was ask her the question, what is the thing right now that makes the most sense to do and that will move you forward? Like, what's the hurdle that's stopping all the other dominoes from tipping over? And she was like, oh yeah, I didn't think of it like that. Good point. Um, I can start with X thing and then once I get that done, that leads into some of the other steps of the decisions and things I need to move forward on. Fantastic. Without that step, you can't do any of the other steps. Start with one thing. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't look at anything else. Sometimes when we sit there and we look at the big grand picture of all the things, yeah, it's really overwhelming. So how can you focus in? How can you hone in and say, all right, let me narrow this down. What's one thing? What's the very first thing I can do? So then once you narrow that one thing in, fantastic. Focus on that get that achievement, get that check mark on your list completed because it feels great. And then that builds a little bit of momentum as well to then move on to the next thing and say, okay, now what's step two? So that's one of the things that I really want to emphasize for you here is that sometimes we just need a fresh perspective. And what seems like super overwhelming to someone else might be very, oh, well, that makes sense if I just simplify it in this way. They can give you a whole different point of view because sometimes when we're too close to it, it's really hard to see. So keep those things in mind, how you can incorporate these things into your life so that you're not overwhelmed with decision fatigue. So let me recap the four things you can do. Number one is to streamline and minimize your decisions. Number two, how can you delegate some of the decisions in your home and your professional life? Number three create and maintain routines for yourself. And then number four, if you can't seem to move past this stage, it's okay to go and get some professional help. Sometimes we need that fresh lens of someone on the outside looking in. So I hope these tips have been helpful for you. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I leave my info down in the show notes, but I hope that this is helping you move forward and not feel so overwhelmed. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.